Hi, welcome to Diving Into Deep Waters. I am your host, Erin Rowling, and I'm so excited that you have decided to join me for this episode called I Receive That. But before we get into the topic, uh, I just have to share something very exciting with you. I had a total fangirl moment this last week. Um, I had talked to you about Elise Myers. We had posted her um, comment and everything, and you know, we tagged her in it and all this stuff. And I just thought, oh, it just maybe will be like make her day, like, oh, someone thought about what I said and made a podcast. That's about the extent of where I thought it would go. But people, let me tell you, it it got kind of exciting. Um, I mean, like, I even said, like, hey, if you want me on my podcast, we didn't get that, that, but I'll take what we got. She took our post and she posted it on her Instagram story. Let me just say, I texted Kara right away. I took a screenshot of it. I was like, because Kara did the artwork. I do not do the artwork. Um, and I was like, look at what just happened. And we were just super stoked, super excited. And her husband started following me on Instagram. So I'm just going to say it made my day. It made my week. And it was just super exciting. We got a lot of new followers, people. We had um, Kara actually sent me a thing saying that um, we like re- like tripled our numbers um, as far as downloads like the day that an episode comes out. And so that was super exciting. But you know with every high comes a little bit of a low. And so it came time to... Uh, work on this week's podcast, and I am not feeling the best. I'm not a hundred percent. I don't know what I'm fighting, but I'm fighting something. And so Monday, I just was dragging significantly. And so I had an idea for a podcast, and I started working on it. And I was just like, "This is boring." <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, switch gears." Um, I had something else that seemed like it started to come, got like a couple pages in and it was like boring. I mean, if it's boring me, it's going to bore you people. So I started to feel a little frustrated. I started to feel a little pressure like last week's episode. We got so many listens and it was such a high and all of this stuff. And now I've got to try to like compete with last week and I'm not even have a topic. (laughs) I was literally not feeling well to the point where I was like closing my eyes in between thoughts and kind of like taking a little rest in between. And, and so I was, that was another thing I told my husband, I'm like, I don't know if it's just, I'm not feeling well, that it's hard for me to come up with a topic and just like, no matter what I come up with, it's just not going to excite me because you know, when you're not at your best, it's hard to get excited about anything and or if it's just not exciting stuff. <laughs> so I don't want you to be bored. That is the last thing we want. Um, and so and then I kind of had another idea. I ran it by him. I'm so, so thankful to have him to like bounce things off of just he's he's my guy. He's ever like anytime I have an idea, I know he'll give me good feedback and 
tell it to me straight. And so he was like, yeah, I think that's a better topic. So it wasn't just me not feeling well. Not that the other ones weren't good. Not that the other ones won't come back into play at some point, but they just weren't for today. And I think, um, you know, just the whole idea of I don't receive that. I started to think of like, there's a flip side to that. And actually, Elise had talked about this in one of her things. I hope you went and followed her. I really, really hope you did. Um, but it's this whole idea of like, we sometimes do need to receive things. And so that's what our topic is going to be this week. And we're, we're just going to dive right in people. So um, first of all, I want to tell you about my sister-in-law, Grace. We call her Gracie. Um, she is a wonderful woman. Uh, she they moved to the South uh, year several years ago, and that woman is a Southern gal. Let me tell you, she has that accent, which is so funny because she's from Michigan, and now she lives in Tennessee. And so, I mean, I guess to some people, Michiganders have an accent, but to us, we don't have an accent. But people in Tennessee do have an accent. <laughs> but when we go down there, well, we usually go down for like Thanksgiving or stuff like that. And I just love listening to her because we'll be in the store and she'll be, oh, honey. <laughs> and like, it's just, she's adorable. Um, but she, when we go and visit, she is just so kind and like opens up their home. She is generous. She is a wonderful cook. I mean, the I have gotten so many recipes from her because she's just a great cook. They all involve a lot of butter, but <laughs> they are amazing recipes. Like when we go there, we all know we're going to gain like five pounds. Like without even trying, like you, you will gain like five pounds in one day there because she's just, because anything she makes, you want to devour. Like it's just scrumptious everything is scrumptious and so um and every time we come and visit she just like rolls out the red carpet for us um like we'll get in in the evening she'll be like don't eat dinner on the road when you get here I'll have a meal ready for you and she buys everybody's like favorite things that she knows like the kids cereals or favorite pop or favorite anything that you is your favorite she tries to have it there, like your creamer for your coffee and um, all of those things. She's just so good at making sure that when we go, we feel at home. We aren't wanting anything. You know, she's just on top of it. And um, I really appreciate it because being a gluten-free person, um, you know, sometimes people that stresses people out and... Um, our nephew is also gluten-free, so she has become an expert at cooking gluten-free. So last time we were down there, she made a German chocolate gluten-free cake. Oh my gosh. And you know, I'm always like, I'm not going to gain five pounds when I go this time. Yeah, it never happens. And I just, it's all delicious and it's all worth it. And it just work out really hard when I get home. It's no big deal. But she is the hostess with the mostess. But as amazing as she is, Okay, here's her one flaw. This is the one flaw my sister-in-law has. 
when she's doing all of this stuff for us, like just bending over backwards for our family, and we're not a small family. There are seven of us, so we are a large family to accommodate, and there's just a lot of us. (laughs) And to make sure all seven of us have all of those special little things is just above and beyond. And so like when she makes this delicious food and she's put thought and time and energy and love, you know, that's that's the key ingredient to cooking, right, is love. Um, and you can taste it, people. When I give her a compliment, I'll be like, Grace, like, thank you so much. You know, that was just amazing. And she'll reply, oh, honey, I just want you to be happy. Any compliment that is given to that woman, <laughs> she takes it. And she puts the focus right back on the person who gives her the compliment. And we've been sister-in-laws for almost 25 years. And this is who she just cannot seem to receive a compliment for the life of her. And a few years ago, I had actually preached the message um, called Thank You. And so I was like, one time I was trying to give her a compliment and she just wasn't receiving it. And finally I said, Gracie, just say thank you. And she looked at me and I said, no, come on, just say thank you. My gosh, it was like pulling teeth to get her to say. And she mumbled it all like, thank you. But, and then of course she had to say something along with it. She couldn't just say the thank you, but it's, it's just, it drives me nuts (laughs) Because I want her to accept the compliment that I have for her. Because she deserves them. And she's just like the most wonderful host. And she's, it's just plain to see all these beautiful things about her. Fantastic cook. And she's a go-getter. She's like super high up in her, this super large hospital in Tennessee. And she's smart. And she's a great leader. And I could go on and on. All her wonderful attributes that she has. But despite all of those things that stand out about her, she cannot receive what people are laying down for her ever. Like I've, I've seen it with other people, like giving her compliments. And it's just something she really has a difficult time receiving. And so that kind of popped into my head when I was thinking about us receiving it. Not being able to receive compliments from people. And it's, I think a lot of people struggle with that and have a hard time receiving the things that we should be receiving. So we're kind of flipping the coin or flipping the switch from last week's topic. And I don't think that she's alone in that. I definitely can think back on areas in my life where I've had a hard time receiving compliments. I'm assuming you as well, the listener, has probably had times, you know, that it's been hard for you. It's been a struggle. And it's not going to be a surprise to you, okay? One of the biggest reasons why we struggle with this, this is not like going to blow your mind or anything, but it's low self-esteem. We, I, I read it put this way. It, I read this article and it said, when someone compliments you, it collides with what you believe about yourself. So, and when that collision happens, it makes your mind uncomfortable. Because number one, that means either you're wrong about yourself or 
the person giving you the compliment is lying. And your brain can't simultaneously believe you suck, which is what you tell yourself, and believe someone else when they say that you don't suck. Like your brain cannot believe both things at the same time. I know I'm blowing your brains right now. (laughs) So while your brain is working furiously to justify those two things, oh, you say to yourself, you suck. This person is not saying I suck. This is what happens with all of us. Our mouth will open and justify things to the other person giving the compliment. It, like that happens all the time, right? Like someone gives you a compliment and you think, oh, you don't believe that about yourself. But this person is saying it. So we give a justification like, well, you know, I just, I just try my best. Or, you know, like you can think of, we can all think of, I maybe I should have written down a few <laughs> Because in the moment, I'm having a hard time thinking of them. But you know where I'm going. You understand what I'm saying. When someone gives you a compliment, it's like you deflect it. Or you put yourself down. Because that's what your brain can handle. Because it can't receive the compliment. And you think something bad about yourself at the same time. Our brain doesn't work like that. But did you know that it is good for our brains to be told we're good at something? Or we're just good in general. Don't even doesn't even have to be something like specific. Just you. You are just you being enough. And it's not healthy for our brains to dwell on the negative. Now we all know that, but I, we do it anyways, right? It's so much better. It's so much healthier when we dwell on the positive. This is all scientifically speaking, people. And no, I didn't come up with that on my own. I definitely had to research that. (laughs) But when we push the positive away and you give and you constantly and consistently do that, you begin to lose the ability to experience positive remarks. Accepting compliments is good for our memory, which I need help with my memory, people, and our mental health, which... Isn't mental health like a huge word these days? It's like something we definitely talk about. It's something that's definitely been exposed. It's definitely something that a lot of people are struggling with is their mental health. Well, maybe we need to look at the fact that we're dwelling on more negative than we are positive, which is affecting our mental health. And moving on, maybe we need to look at compliments in a little different light. And that's kind of what this podcast is. It's just looking at it a little bit different than just saying, oh, I'll just receive a compliment. Well, let's talk about it. So um, maybe instead of the word compliment, we think of it as someone is expressing gratitude. Maybe we could receive the compliment if we stop saying it's a compliment, but we started saying, oh, this person wants to express gratitude to me. Now, you know, I like to go to the scripture and all through scripture, Paul writes to these different churches and gives them gratitude um, to many of them. And I want to read through these because I think it just makes a point here. 
In Romans 1.8, he says, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all because your faith is being proclaimed throughout the whole world. In Philippians 1.3-6, it says, I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always offering prayer with joy in my every prayer for you all in view of your participation in the gospel in the first day until now. Colossians 2.5 says, Even though I am absent in body, nevertheless, I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good discipline and the stability of your faith in Christ. Uh, 2 Thessalonians 1 verses 3 through 4 says, We are always to give thanks to God for you, brethren, as it is only fitting. Because your faith is greatly enlarged, and the love of each one of you towards one another grows ever greater. Therefore, we ourselves speak proudly of you among the churches of God for your perseverance and faith in the midst of all your persecutions and afflictions which you endure. 2 Timothy 1, 3-5 I thank God, whom I serve with a clear conscience the way my forefathers did. As I constantly remember you in my prayers night and day, longing to see you, even as I recall your tears, so that I may be filled with joy. For I am mindful of the sincere faith within you, which first dwelt in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am sure that it is in you as well. Last one, 1 Corinthians eleven two. Now I praise you because you remember me in everything and hold firmly to the traditions just as I delivered them to you. In all of these passages from Paul, which that's just scratching the surface, Paul thanks God for these people, but he doesn't just like thank thank God for them in his prayers. He takes the time to write letters to these people so that they know how much gratitude he has towards them. And he doesn't keep it to himself. He writes them, which was... You know, it's a lot different than just sending a text to somebody. (laughs) It was like, get the paper and pen out. And, you know, you didn't really have mail like we have mail even nowadays. You know, it it took a lot to get something to someone. So he was intentional about letting these people know how much gratitude he's giving them compliments because he values what they bring to him, what they bring to the faith and how they're honoring the Lord. Now, I just want you to take a second and think of this. He does, he's so intentional about this, sending these letters, takes the time to write them, wants them to know how he feels. Can you imagine them writing back and saying, Paul, we got your letter and we just don't see ourselves like you see us. So we really just can't receive it. Now, that seems like a crazy thought, right? Like, who would, who would actually do that? But most of us are kind of like that, myself included. When someone gives us a compliment or shows us gratitude, when we don't receive it, it's kind of like someone coming over, knocking on our door, us opening the door, and then taking the door and shutting it in their face. Like, how rude would that be? And who would do that? Well, we do it. When we are closing the door on someone and stopping them from entering our hearts. When we don't receive 
a compliment or we don't receive someone's gratitude to us, it is as if you are taking the door and you are slamming it in their face and you are stopping them from entering your heart. We are preventing love and praise from entering our beings. I'm going to say that one more time because I'm just going to say it for myself. We are preventing. You are stopping. I am stopping love and praise from entering our beings. Let's put the shoe on the other foot. How do we feel when we give someone a compliment and they don't receive it? Well, I just told you that I do that to my sister-in-law and it really irritates me when she won't receive my compliment. <laughs> it's, it, it's not fun when you're trying to give somebody something and they shut you down or they deflect it or they're, they give a reason why or, you know, it's, it's irritating. <laughs> um, and I'm going to be honest, it, it just bugs me. And it should bug all of us. But why is it that it bugs us when we try to give to someone else, but we don't seem to remember that when someone tries to give us a compliment? Now, here's another thought. Have we ever thought that by not receiving it, we are dishonoring that person? When we receive a compliment, or some gratitude. We honor them. And let's just go a step further. We also honor God. Genesis 1 verse 27 says, So God created man in his own image. And in the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. You guys... We were made in the image of God. So when someone compliments us, it's a compliment to our creator. So do we realize when we don't receive that, we are taking the compliment away from our creator? Um, I don't know about you, but that's just going on a whole nother level. Some of you are like, I did not know that receiving a compliment was this in-depth. Well, maybe that's why we're talking about it because I think we need to realize it goes a lot deeper. When people compliment us, we honor God's good work in us. Ephesians 2 verse 10 says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So when we receive a compliment... For our talents, which God has given us, he, he has given us specific ones and someone gives you a compliment about it, it honors God's work in us because he created us. We're his workmanship. Now here's a last thought. If we have a hard time receiving it, then we probably have a hard time giving it. When we have gratefulness or gratitude, then it's easy for us to extend gratitude. And do you notice that about people? That 
people often that can't receive don't give. Just a thought. (laughs) So if you have a hard time receiving from others, let's take it a step further. Then you probably have a hard time receiving from God. When we receive a compliment, it's a great way to practice accepting something that we may not think we deserve. Kind of sounds like accepting grace because our Savior gives us grace, right? Which is something we definitely don't deserve. Yet, He gives it to us unconditionally. I don't know about you, but I'm getting my toes stepped on. (laughs) My husband said that in his sermon last Sunday, and he was like, oh, but I like getting my toes stepped on. I was like, I don't. (laughs) But it's good. It's, it's, I don't know. I'm just, I'm excited about this. I hope that you're learning something along with me, because it's, I'm learning right along with you. So, the next time you get a compliment, When your brain starts to wig out and you want to shoot it down, you want to deflect it, you don't want to accept it, remember this. Let's just start scientifically speaking, okay? Let's start there. It is proven to be good for our mental health. So right there, it is good for us. It is good to dwell on the positive over the negative. So you just have to tell your brain to shut up Stop telling you the negative and receive the positive. But even more importantly than anything scientifically is that when we receive it, we are in turn honoring God because we were created in his image. We are his handiwork, the talents that he has bestowed upon us and the work he is doing in and through us. We are honoring all of that. When we receive a compliment. And last but not least. It is a great way to practice. Receiving his grace. Even when we don't deserve it. We don't deserve it do we? Yet he gives it. He's so good. About extending grace to us. Day after day. Moment after moment. Second after second. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to, the next time we're in the situation of someone having a compliment for us, we are going to receive it. And this is all, this is what you can say. Maybe your brain starts acting up when someone gives you a compliment. And it starts going nuts. And it's, it just can't even, you can't even hardly receive it. So this is what Elise said. She said, just say, I received that. And then it's saying like, okay, I'm taking what you're saying and it's not like you have to be like, yeah, you're right. I'm so great at that. Okay, that's not being humble. But you can just receive it and then you can just process it and then align it to the things of like, oh, this is a person showing me gratitude and the gratitude is honoring God's workmanship in me because I am created in his image and so I am honoring God when I take this compliment and you can just or if you just want to say thank you 
That's all you have to do is say thank you. And just say in your mind, you can say, Lord, thank you that you've given me this gift and this talent to be used. And it's as simple as that. So are you going to work on receiving it with me? (laughs) I hope that I don't, I don't know. I hope that your perspective is just a little bit different about receiving compliments and that it's not focusing on ourselves, but focusing on who we are, who we've create, been created to be, and in whose image we have been created to be. Can I get an amen? All right. I love you guys. Now go receive a compliment. <laughs>